It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. What's your current environment? REM, love it. Consequence Podcast Network. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lo Tolst, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. Keep the music flowing. We'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. And welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with... It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you, as always, for making your way here, checking out the uh, the episode. Uh, please do hit that subscribe button. You know the drill. You like what you see, what you hear. I put out three new interviews every single week, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artist with a new interview every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Any of the usual spots, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, you can grab us at NPR, WFPK.org, Consequence, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with, and please also leave a review. It's the best way to help a show like this grow, and uh, and and we would love to keep growing, honestly. Uh, and and that takes your participation. You know, I try to give you the good stuff every single week, three times a week, uh, only asking for uh, take just a moment next time you're at your landing spot of choice, wherever you. Live listen to these at and, uh, and rate it and leave a review. And then I'll keep trying to give you some great guests. I mean, consider the ones we've had recently, including Nusha Noor to talk about the Persian version. We had Nathan Stewart Jarrett and Neve Algar on to, uh, to discuss uh, Culprits, that's uh, on Hulu. Uh, Vince Clark of Erasure and Depeche Mode, he dropped in. Also talked with Julia Michaels about the soundtrack to Disney's Wish. Omar J. Dorsey was here. He's starring in Bookies on Max. Uh, Stacey Kent talked about her new record, Roseanne Cash. It was the 30th anniversary of The Wheel. Uh, Kate Siegel dropped by as we got into the uh, fall of The House of Usher on Netflix. And Shelly Hennig, who's also got a show on Netflix with Obliterated, uh, she was here as well. We had Dolly Parton, Neil deGrasse Tyson, R.E.M. Just an example of what you get when you subscribe to the Kyle Meredith with podcast. And that's me, Kyle Meredith. Today, my guest, Gracie Abrams. I'm so happy to have her back on. It's been a couple years. 
And a lot has happened in those couple years. She's finally released her debut album, which came out earlier in 2023. Uh, it's called Good Riddance. And now she's Grammy-nominated Best New Artist. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about the debut record and the work she's continuing to do with Aaron Desner. He, he uh, produced Good Riddance, and she's working with him on the next LP as well. So Gracie's going to tell us about, uh, about getting a call from fellow Best New Artist nominee Noah Kahn after hearing the news. Uh, and how she hears this record after touring it for a year. And why this set of songs, as she says, is so much more personal than her earlier work. Gracie's also going to discuss how her writing changed after meeting and working with uh, Desner. Uh, what the next record will sound like. Uh, I'll ask about the additional tracks that make up the deluxe edition of Good Riddance and her contribution to the uh, Buccaneers soundtrack. And we'll hear about the heightened experience of opening for Taylor Swift. She did it on a bunch of dates in 2023. She has more of those coming up in 2024. All that and more. We're talking Good Riddance. It's Kyle Meredith with Gracie Abrams. Hey, how's it going? Uh, so it's been a couple years since we've talked. And let me say, things have happened for you. Things have happened for everyone. How are you? How have you been? <laughs> no, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. This is this is what I do every day. But uh, but let me say, the last time we talked, you were sort of building up to what would eventually be an album. And it happened. And Good Riddance came out. And it's such a beautiful record. And so powerful. And now you're Grammy nominated. And I just wanted to start with a huge congratulations to you for all of this. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. That's really generous. I'm, I'm just happy to be back here. Thank you. So what's that? Um, you know, I, I know this is the question, but you get Grammy nominated, your best new artist. How does that work for you? How do, what, what are you doing at the time? I was, well, every year I feel like since they've done it, I've watched the, well, every year growing up, I would watch the Grammys, like from the couch or from bed or whatever it is, like just a huge fan and love cheering from the couch um and I was in bed with like my heating pad on and watching the live stream like expecting truly like nothing at all and um it was pure shock and like terror <laughs> like I like because the, they announced the category and and they said my like my name came up. Like there wasn't even like a second to process the fact that that had um, happened. So I called my mom and, you know, gasped for air on the phone for a while. And then Noah Khan was the first person to, to call me and we kind of just had like a screaming match on the phone. Because he's also nominated for the same category, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, just he is, he is the greatest guy. Like I wish everyone knew him personally he's such a he's such a good person which you know of course i'll also point out you guys have uh, uh recorded together on noah's song uh with the everywhere everything and it's great to hear you guys i mean you sound great together thank you he's i mean like he is just i feel like he could carry anyone and anything on his back you know what i mean he's just so good so i am very grateful that he asked me to hop on that one so is there at least some like uh friendly ribbing that goes on at all with the two of you <laughs> no. No. <laughs> or like I will destroy you kind of thing. No, I literally like I I I can't even I I don't I have taken myself out of the equation entirely. You know what I mean? I'm literally just like so excited to cheer and scream in like a really obnoxious way for everyone that wins. And everyone that doesn't and everyone who's not been nominated. Like there's so many incredible artists this year that like should have been in the, you know, I just am so anyway. Um, 
it's such a it's such an honor and also it's like you look around and so many of my favorite artists have never been nominated for it so it's grain of salt huge fat grain of salt huge honor can't wait to like see everyone look hot it's the weird balance of of whatever this game is that everybody plays right that's <laughs> You're like ah! <laughs> just like holy shit <laughs> yeah well i do want to talk about the record a little bit because because it is it's an incredible piece of work that you've done here and you know, I've been hearing about what you've said about it over the past year. I mean, I'm looking at quotes right now. Writing this record allowed me to grow up in ways I needed to. You said it's the first time you felt 100% yourself. You know, I think I'm quoting things that you said a lot. But now that, you know, it has been out there, like these songs have been worked on for the past few years, and it was released at this point of the year. Now it's being celebrated. For this to be so personal, has it changed the way your relationship that you have with it or or how you see it or hear it? Yes. In that I think like having had the opportunity to tour it all year long, it's like so many of my memories associated with these songs now are because of the shows that we've played and the people that have been generous enough to come to those shows. And um, so it's funny, the like lifespan of music, just like the way that it it goes it's like you spend all this time writing it in isolation and and recording it and sitting on it kind of and then it's everybody else's um and that is kind of the best thing uh it's also like that that process playing so many shows this year getting a feel for that muscle you know with all of this music that was so introverted ultimately I think like it's taught me a lot about how I want to feel on stage what I want to be playing and like the kinds of songs I suppose because like you can play anything anywhere but I I do want to I how do I put it like the the process of playing live has influenced greatly the way that I record and and I write now um so uh, like this record, I, I Good Riddance means so much to me and all of the things that I've said about it, Archer, in terms of like how significant the process was in terms of like what it taught me about myself, how I love to write the collaborator that I was lucky enough to find through this whole process. Um, and now I feel like a slightly more extroverted person. So like the uh, I guess Good Riddance now in, in the context of all the other music that I've been making since that record came out. Um, I have such a soft spot for it and uh, I really, it does mean so much to me and I am so psyched for next year. And we'll be right back right after this. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky in the Midwest and allergies. Yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies and around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. 
It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription-strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Gracie Abrams. Because for what this record is it represents, as you're saying, why why did it become that moment in your life? Why does it have this complete representation of you in that moment in ways that the songs before didn't? Because like is it just a kind of like I was trying to figure out how to become a songwriter? I mean, what what sets it apart in that in that specific way? I think that I well, I, I have been writing songs since I was eight years old. Like they, a lot of, I mean, so many of them have just like, I've been writing since I was really little. And so like, I, I don't think that it was like how to become a songwriter though. Like the more you write, the better you get. It's just like true. Um, I think it was a lot to do with environment and like the period of my life that I was in, like a teenager to like early twenties and like figuring out um I don't know I was like more deeply insecure than I feel today like I didn't like myself as much as I do now I didn't you know like I I was more malleable in ways that I don't think were helpful to my music often like I felt like I wanted to live up to some version that other people expected a little I I always felt like anytime I was doing anything that like could have been categorized as pop I guess it felt like a real stretch for me internally in a way that made it sometimes uncomfortable to then like come around to the to the point of releasing something like there was just kind of consistently one or two aspects of all of it that felt like it was like there was some internal like friction and when I started working on Good Riddance and when I met Aaron, it was like this completely new lens through which I was like experiencing the process. It was like uh, very far from LA, first of all, which I think was really helpful, um, though like it might not 
sound like it matters ultimately, but it really did for me um, to be kind of in the middle of nowhere uh, where there was real space and quiet to cultivate a world um, and a dynamic, a partnership between myself and Aaron. Like it was the first year of real intensive, like going in for long periods of time and working together and getting to know each other. Like I think what I've learned even more recently uh, in terms of working on this next record is like the, the like dedication, like we, we can naturally have good chemistry and like click together writing songs and producing songs. But like, if you're spending weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks on end doing it, even if like you spend one week and you get, you know, 10 songs and you can be, it's like the more that we've dedicated to ourselves to pushing this next record to like be the best version of it. That is what I'm like learning to be so fucking excited by and like fulfilled by is like, I think we're getting so much better at like working together. And so I'm so grateful that Good Riddance exists because it does feel like kind of an, feels like a true example of kind of just how we naturally are, how our brains are, but then to push ourselves in these new lanes has been really exciting and really, really fun, like pure fun. And like that, I didn't know I could feel when I'm writing about some hard feelings, you know, it's like to actually have the best time is so fucking lucky. And I, I love Aaron. Love Aaron. <laughs> of course, been spending 20 years with the national, you know, in, in these moments right here and outside of shows and to see the work that he's not only done, but what you all have produced and, 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 and what you're saying is you, you all are continuing to work again, right? I mean, this, the, yeah. the new stuff. Yes. Yeah. He's so good. at sounds obviously, but he's so good at a mood. Oh my God. It's instant. And it's like, it, it's felt, I find like, it's so easy to identify work that he's touched. Cause it's like, Often before any vocal, whether it's like on the national or if it's, you know, and any of the uh, everything that Aaron has been a part of, like, it does just feel so evident to me. And like, I don't think that's just because I've spent, you know, days on end in his studio. I literally think it's because you can feel energetically there's like a kind of heart in all of the music that he makes. And um, a lot of it can feel really like, I find that what I love is that it can, like, make me feel sad, even if I'm not actually sometimes. And then the stuff that feels lighter, the stuff that lifts, like, has a sense of hope to it that is, like, just kind of rare, I think. He's amazing, obviously. Well, like I said, I, the work you guys do, and and it's very exciting, actually, to hear that there's going to be more. And we'll be right back, right after this. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Gracie Abrams. I've been also paying attention to some of these tracks in you know in the middle too, uh, not just because the deluxe edition came out. I mean, I've always been a fan of I guess what we used to call B sides. Yeah, totally. You know, now it's deluxe edition stuff like Unsteady, Four O Five, Two People, which I don't know. I've, I was thinking about Two People in like the grand statement, mm-hmm. the bigger picture of this album. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you view that song? Because you know the fact that it just now comes at the end starts to say something for how I look at the full record. I guess whether it's meant to or not. Totally. Well, it was funny. Like that song um, does feel kind of like a bit of the thesis a a, a little. Um, I love that one, and it is. I think it like sounds cynical, but it actually. I was really happy to write it. Um, it's just like the truth. Everyone's changing all the time and nothing is guaranteed. And like, if something works, then great. And if it doesn't, of course it doesn't. I don't know. I was kind of surprised Abby wasn't part of the deluxe edition. I know, but Abby does have its own vinyl, so you can find it. Yeah. Out there. Yeah, <laughs> <Yeah>. it <exists. laughs> um, and, and only while I'm here asking you about those, because uh, Cedar ended up on the Buccaneers soundtrack. Is that all from the same set? Is that from the old sessions or is that from new sessions? Cedar is from old sessions. Cedar was from like, um, Cedar was was like a funny, Cedar was the demo title, obviously. And then by the time it got to where it did, we were like, let's just not change it to what we were. Anyway, um, it is, it's old. It's old. It definitely like, it does feel like there's like a, now it's so funny because because there was a, a a few or maybe it was like a month ago now or something. Um, one of my recent trips to Long Pond, there was a song that I wrote that instantly after listening back to it once, I was like, oh, this this would have been for good riddance. This is actually not this out. Like it's been kind of easy for my brain to like categorize these songs into different worlds, which makes me excited because I think then the identity of this next album like is just very different than Good Riddance ultimately. Though I do believe there's like a through line, but it do- it does feel like uh, it's changed. Um, but Cedar, yeah, Cedar has like a quiet kind of, again, kind of like introverted heartbeat to it that um, is less present in the new stuff. So with whatever you feel like you could say, what defines the next set then against what we know from Good Riddance? I haven't quite even decided like how to talk about it yet because I haven't been talking about it yet. But but uh, I think um, it just it does feel more extroverted. It feel every song to me feels so sure of itself and 
And I think like, it's because I've had so much fun making it. Um, we've just had the best time. And so I think there's like something about all of the music where I, I, ho I hope it feels like we had the best time making it uh, versus I feel like if you listen to Good Riddance, you're like, there's like, maybe she was crying between like takes, you know? Um, I don't feel like it sounds like I was crying on this next record. That's great. I mean, the fun is good. I, I, and I've got no problem with the crying of Good Riddance because yeah. that moment is there as well, you know, when totally. we do that. <laughs> and uh, and a quick, hers I quickly mentioned, uh, you're going back out on tour with Taylor again. Those are more dates. That's, I mean, is that a typical day for you? show-wise and I'm only saying because that is such a heightened experience I know for everybody but as as a performer is it as different as it would feel like to us I mean like there's nothing that like there's something just there's so undeniable about the scale of all of it and it's a combination of like what I love more than anything to do with my time now which is like anything related to music that I'm able to make plus like my ch entire childhood into my adult life like the, the you know beating heart of like the the music that I've leaned on when I've needed it the most you know plus you know Taylor now being such a dear friend and you know mentor in these ways and like the whole plus like learning from every single member of of her crew and band and dancers and so, like all of it is like everyone's so so generous and so kind and so psyched to be there and it's it's like nothing else and it also they've created such a safe work environment like it's like it's like a real dream and I have been like so deeply grateful that there's a whole no another round of shows next year for so many reasons mostly because like I can't imagine it ever being over um ever and and also because it's kind of served as this uh sort of like a bit of a not the light at the end of the tunnel but like kind of this um just this marker of 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 everything till then I like I just know what I want to do in order for the show that I'm able to to play ahead of hers next year. I just want it to have a certain effect. And I'm like really excited that, really excited and really baffled that she's um, sharing her stage yet again so that I can like run around. She's saying what we all know, and that's you make fantastic music. And I do mean that, um, Gracie. Thank you so much. Congratulations. I mean that's on the nomination and for all that means and doesn't mean for you and for everyone else. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's so good to see you. Thank you for your time and your questions and, and your beautiful wall. And my thanks to Gracie Abrams. The uh, latest album is called Good Riddance and sounds like we're going to be hearing more on the way very, very soon. 
Thanks to you, of course, for checking out the episode. Uh, before you get out, please, please, please let me get what I want. Uh, please hit that subscribe button and uh, give a rating and a review. Let us know what you think about the show. Uh, you can even let us know who you'd like to see on the show. Uh, yeah, do that wherever you listen to podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcast, NPR, WFPK.org. Consequence, YouTube for the video versions, or again, anywhere you get your podcast from, you can subscribe to Kyle Meredith With. And then after all that, head over to WFPK.org. So I do a show Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's four hours of classics. I do a lot from the uh, 90s, the uh, 80s, and 70s. you got the best in new music. There's lots of uh, uh, bonus interviews and music news. One of my recent shows, had the uh, I featured the music of, of Suzanne Vega, uh, Brian Tyree Henry, Noah Kahn with Ozier. We played Sonic Youth, Cake, Nine Inch Nails. Uh, Okro Medicine Show, Desiree, Devin Gilfillian, My Morning Jacket, Future Islands, Chris Cornell, The Smithereens, Grace Potter, Angie McMahon, Eva Cassidy, Diana Ross, Jimmy Eat World, U2, Slowpulp, Cheryl Crow, and I had my interview with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Just an example of what you can hear every weeknight starting at 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence says your music and film news. Of course, you can also catch me on the old social media sites. The address is always the same. It's at Kyle Meredith. So I do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith, and I'll see you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Consequence Podcast Network. <laughs> you're like, I'm cool. I brought, you're like, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media.